The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to the DX Special 4, episode 107 of Mexi Mind Matters. We are here to discuss the DX Wedding 2 between Arthur and Eglantine. Yes, Mexi has come back from Paris. Well, technically Montresor, but you know, Paris for everybody else. From the wedding. It was it was a good time, all things considered. The theme of the trip, I called it B and E, but it, you know B and E to us Americans stands for breaking and entering. It's actually a common felony, but in this case B and E will stand for bribery and extortion. Other criminal offenses, but we'll get to those here in a second. So, Megsy had to leave uh, Wednesday night, you know, the 23rd, on the China bus. Uh, Slept on the bus, woke up in Chinatown, then uh, did a little, you know, eating and made my way to... LaGuardia, which is where my first flight was going to take off. And as I've mentioned before, I don't always like to go backwards to go forwards when I fly. But when it saves me 300 bucks, I'm all for it. And this was another one of those scenarios. The overall flight from New York to Paris was 500 bucks, but it had to go through DC. So I flew to DC and then around five, six o'clock at night, the flight left DC uh, to go to Paris with the time difference landed at about six in the morning local time in Paris. Paris, for those who don't know, is six hours ahead of the US. So landing at 6 a.m. means it's midnight in the States. I flew United, and this is the first time I flew United abroad. Uh, not really feeling it. Their movie selections were kind of terrible. I'd seen most of the movies. So I had to rewatch a few. The key for me, as always, to avoid jet lag, 
is to stay up on the plane, land, and stay up the first day, and then just crash and sleep as much as I can on the first night. Landed in uh, Charles de Gaulle, and this is basically a 48-hour trip, you know, being awake for 48 hours, more, more or less 48 hours, two straight days, basically. So, uh, I get there, and the airport looks a little different. I didn't really understand why we had to go down to go back up to baggage claim. Um, United's baggages took forever. Um, and it's funny because we take so many things for granted. And I've mentioned this multiple times when I travel abroad. But I'll explain a few other things here. Main, main point here, one of the things we take for granted is how customer service is 100% better in the U.S., than abroad like we can complain about everything and then the customers always right in the US in France and everywhere else it's not the case so we're there I'm complaining about why is this taking so long oh no 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 I'm sorry but bags gonna take this long to come out of the freaking um, you know from the plane all the way to um, baggage claim but bag finally got there about 20 minutes later then I had to go to the other side of the airport to get onto the train. Um, I didn't realize that on the first train ride to Saint Pierre les Corps, which is one of the stations outside the Tour, closest major city to Montresor, a little southwestish from Paris, about an hour. I had to go through Le Mans and then connect to Saint Pierre les Corps. Le Mans, you know, the 24 hours of Le Mans. For those of you who watch car racing, yeah. That was there. Stopped, switched plane, uh, switched trains. Got to Saint Pierre Benny greets me, picks me up. Uh, Benny just looks just like as I remember him. Um, no talking about the wedding and how the bachelor party. And see, this is why I didn't want to come to a bachelor party. This is one of the reasons why I was on the fence about this marriage. The bachelor party, according to what Benny was telling me. Consisted of two hours of paintball plus setting up the flooring for the wedding. Yeah. Um, sorry, but no. I, I don't have time for that much nonsense. I, I really do not have time to do that. That, that is beyond ridiculous. You expected me to just waste more time going back and forth or getting there early and w- missing more work just to set up flooring? No. No, 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 no. The fact that I got there, and then basically, okay, so, the other thing that kind of was beginning to rub me the wrong way when I got there, every person that was a guest was helping out in some way, shape, or form. And I don't know how, I've never been to a French, French wedding. Well, Chris's wedding, actually, DX wedding one, you know, he's French, but Anna's Polish, she was, you know, Catholic, it was in a church, with a lot of Polish traditions. Actually, was half Polish too, and half French. So, to me, the fact that everybody had to help set up, set this up, and we're literally talking about less than 24 hours from the wedding, and shit's not done yet, yeah, that's, that's a bit of an issue. Uh, the guy who was supposed to drive the freezer truck, I don't know what he did, but he dropped all, like, the tiramisu little cakes. Um, yeah, and then, our, literally, 
here's how I met Eglantine. So Action brings her over. Eglantine and I do the little, little kissy kiss, the lovies as they call it in French. The mwah, mwah, hello, salut, salut, uh, Alex. <laughs> and then that's it. First task, hey, can you go get sunflowers from the field that's like about a mile away? We need them for the arrangements. How are the arrangements not done? It's beyond me. But hey, but it wasn't even like she didn't ask me. It was um, Atu's mother, Natalie. So I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll go. And then the sunflowers were all burnt and nasty. So it took us about a good 30 minutes to find some decent ones, fill out two baskets. So me and Benny brought them back. And the moment we brought them back, they weren't even used. But like, yeah, I, I told, you know, the sisters were like, yeah, I told my mother that this wouldn't work. So we're just going to throw them away. So you're wasting my time. Okay. Then we had to do candle arrangements. So apparently the candles had to go these little jars, jars, four per table. There's 30 tables, two big candles, two small candles. Oh, we got to put ribbons around them. Oh my God. They got to match. That took about another couple hours. And we're just like, this is, this is, this, I'm literally, this is ridiculous. And then they had a barbecue. Oh, but the barbecue was for those who helped out. So you're bribing us by feeding us after we have helped. So let me get this straight. Let's assume because of my travel arrangements, I could have not made it until like late Thursday, late, late Friday afternoon. I would have gotten there right in time for the barbecue. You're trying to tell me that I would have not been fed. Well, anyways, uh, whatever, we went, uh, but I totally forgot that, you know, French breakfast is a lot of cheese and bread, which, eh, not a big fan of, but anyways, um, Benny and I went to the store, got some food for the weekend, um, again, another thing we take for granted, everything closes at specific times everywhere else, like, only in the U.S. do we have 24-7 stores, uh, stores with Wi-Fi connection, free Wi-Fi, free refills, free water. Oh, public restrooms? Yeah, you have to pay for those abroad. In in the US, yeah, rest areas and public restrooms, you don't pay. I can literally walk into a McDonald's or any restaurant in the US and not pay for anything and use their bathroom and leave. You can't do that abroad. Small things we take for granted. Uh, so we got some some snacks. Then, uh, oh, so after... Uh, um, was staying, you know, in Montrezor, obviously. But Chris, Adrien, his girlfriend Stephanie, and Anna were staying all together in this one house with Mathieu, uh, a little bit further down from where our house was that we rented. Uh, me, Benny, and Rom were supposed to stay there. Rom was supposed to get there late uh, after the ceremony because, heaven forbid, the great Rom takes a flight that is not direct. I think he took a flight that was London to Tours. And the only time to get there was after 5 o'clock, which is when the ceremony was supposed to start at La Mairie, which is the mayor's office. And uh, for those who don't know, and I forgot, I may have mentioned this before, but in case you forgot, Arthur's dad, Christophe, is the mayor of Montrezor. So he was going to precede the ceremony. Anyways. So we are, you know... And the, the house we rented, you know, these old ladies rented it to us, you know, for the weekend. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Uh, pretty cheap. Uh, no, hardly any Wi-Fi. 
no air conditioning. Again, another thing we take for granted. Air conditioning, non-existent the entire time I was there. We had to open up windows. It was 96 degrees Fahrenheit all weekend long. And they were telling me, oh, that's the, the warmest it's been all summer. Usually in the 60s and 70s. I'm like, I get that. But what the fuck? It's like I took the heat from Ohio with me. So I kept waking up all covered in sweat every day. But anyways, the next day I woke up kind of late because obviously the whole point of me being jet lagged is to, you know, compensate and then wake up late the next day and kind of get better that way. Oh, straight to go over to, you know, to see Adrien and Chris and Matthew, uh, who, you know, as I said, I had to... I was going to, you know, give him my two cents because the last time I said he was dead to me for missing the first wedding, you know, I was giving him my two cents. So we drove over there because uh, Benny obviously drove down, so he had his car. But it was just, we said hi, and then I saw Mathieu, and, you know, the goodness in me just kind of came out. The guy looks so like a sad puppy that's trying to like hold it together kind of depressed that you just can't you just can't bring it you can't bring yourself to like ruin everything by just you know letting them have it and again as I've said multiple times yeah depression is a chemical imbalance in the brain but if you can get out of being depressed with medication or by you know having good things go your way then you can get yourself out of this funk. There's no reason why people should be going back and forth between being depressed or having depression, as you call it, and then like feeling better and not feeling better. As I've explained multiple times, I don't believe in that nonsense. When I feel depressed, it's usually because shit happens in my life and I feel sad and I stop being sad and be awesome instead. And I and it gets better. That doesn't mean I have I have depression. I, you know, I was depressed, got over it, problem solved. I don't get how that doesn't happen. And again, like, just over the course of the weekend, Matthew would always talk about certain things. And it would just be so depressing. It's like, well, like, like Rom, as if, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know why he would ask him that, him this. It's like, oh, how, how's, how's the love life? The guy is jobless and, in depre- and depressed. And you want to know how his dating life's been going? Um, I'm pretty sure I can guess. But then he was trying to explain to me, you know, using Tinder. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's just so depressing. Like, stop. Just stop. Do Bumble. You know, beggars can't be choosers. I told him, you know, do the Robert technique. As my as my buddy Robert from, you know, the Jackaroos. Just always swipe right. Well, you'll get all the moo-moos that way. I'm like, again, beggars can't be choosers. You don't have a job. You don't have freaking um, money. And you're complaining because... You're getting fatties when you swipe right. Yeah, I get it. But if the ultimate game is to get laid, beggars can't be choosers in this scenario. I can. You can't. But yeah, so we had the barbecue. You know, it was healthy. You know, very nice, nice meal. Um, then we had to head over to the wedding. We didn't know what the dress code was. It's 96 degrees. I was like, hey, we got all wear suits. Thank God we wore suits because Benny was going to have a short shorts. Um... We contemplated it. I literally contemplated going in shorts. Benny had a, a t-shirt on his jacket. That was hilarious. Uh, but we got there and everybody was very well dressed. I'm like, oh my God, I was so lucky. 
Um, the mayor did the ceremony. His speech was hilarious. He, he said that everybody tells him he, they don't like his jokes. I, mean, I, I, I beg to differ, Christoph. I enjoy your jokes. You are hilarious, my friend. And uh, I would like to also thank you for the honorable mention. Because I know I actually has family in Australia. I don't know if they came or not. But I'm pretty sure I was the one that came the furthest. Coming from Ohio. Yeah, two days it took me. And I told Christoph that before I left. Because, oh, actually, Roma brought it up. Uh, I was like, yeah, he's got a whole 24 hours of travel back. Well, technically 48, but he loses about an hour. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah. Uh, ran into, you know, everybody normal. Caro, Juliet, uh, their baby sister, Antoinette. And all of actual sisters. We all said hi. And as Roma would like to say, all the, mystery, the DX mysteries were, were debunked. So, apparently, Roma wanted to know if Antoinette was a bonus, Which... She, according to him, she's not. She, I would say she's the better looking of the three Perry's, Perry sisters. Caro is married and has kids. She looks used. Juliet looks the same. And Antoinette is not a bonus, so she looks the prettiest of the three. Same thing with actual sisters. Like, I finally saw all of them. Like, Maya, um, Olenka, and Georgia. And, uh... I remember when I was younger, I used to always think, okay, Olenka's probably the prettiest in Georgia and then Maya, but Maya was a kid. Now, clearly Maya has jumped the other two sisters. She's also already married to some rich French guy uh, who's an awesome dancer, by the way. And Georgia's dating this dude, and they work at a bar in some ski resort in France uh, where, it, where there, it's a location for the Red Bull 400, which, hey... They invited me. Hey, do you want to test it? You go ahead and kind of come over. Yeah, but I realized that there's multiple locations for these Red Bull 400 challenges when you run up uh, up ski slopes, 400 meters. Um, I could just do the one here. And on top of that, I also realized that uh, the website didn't really say anything about getting a medal for finishers. So, no, not really into it. But, hey, we'll see. We'll see further down the road. And Olenka's not dating anybody, but now apparently, I, at least in my opinion, it's it's Maya, Olenka, uh, Georgia, and Olenka, you know, flip-flopped positions. Um, and then Oma and I were interested to know what happened to Cerise, and uh, she apparently lives in Toulouse. We looked her up on Facebook. She does not look the same. She literally looked more bonus back in the day than now. And we were reminiscing stories. Uh, apparently, last time I was in Montrezal, I got too drunk and broke a pool cue on my right knee. It's kind of a recurring theme because I've done that many times with different objects like brooms, tennis rackets, uh, you know, pool cues, sticks. But again, I, I don't remember. Apparently, actually also reminded me that I made out with one of his British cousins. Again, could couldn't tell you if she showed up at the wedding I don't have no idea who she was I didn't get to see Roman which is one he was one of Arturo's best men Uh, I saw Greg he looks about the same and then some other guy Matthew was his other best man I'm like are you kidding me what it's ridiculous Um, so yeah but again we had a fun time I guess we made the best of it um, Anna noticed that uh, basically Elgolantine came across as bossy. At first, I didn't see it, but the more I saw her, the more I realized, yeah, she kind—I of, mean, she's a lawyer, 
and she kind of is a little bit bossy. Like every every conversation I had with her was her asking me to do something. Literally, that was about it. Like she didn't even say bye to us when we left. She wanted us to visit the, the Chateau de Montresor, so the castle in the town, as thank you for helping and for coming to the wedding for free. I'm like, woman, I've already been in this castle, and you are generous enough to let me go in for free. And Homak and I took it kind of personal. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's got to be better shit to do. So we found a bigger castle, and, and oh, and she wanted us to help taking down the uh, flooring. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, because her dad doesn't, heaven forbid her dad does it, you know, Monday morning or Monday. I'm like, it's 96 degrees. Every, people are going to pass out during taking down this shit. No. The people who are in the wedding party are supposed to help, yes. And then it is the organizers that help. I, I don't understand how it's different over there than here. Like here, like if my friends, like if I ever get married and DX comes to my wedding, first off, I would try to get him in the wedding party and not fr- front row seat all together, not sitting in the middle of nowhere where you can't see the groom and the bride. They would know the menu and all the specifics ahead of time. And because they came from far away, I would not have them lift a finger. Yeah, no. I mean, it just seems that Arturo is very, very laid back and she's kind of bitchy. And she kind of walks like a duck. So, yeah, I don't know what the deal was was with that. But, yeah. Um, anywho. So, uh, no, we did not head with the flooring. We left to go see the Chateau de Chenonceau. Very good castle. Louis XIV lived there. Um, we actually got to sleep on his bed. <laughs> we took some very good pictures. Uh, Ron, I took a picture of Rom for his Instagram. He was complaining the whole time that he wasn't getting as many likes. But he finally got the average likes that he usually gets, about 50. And you're welcome. So yeah, so basically the actual sisters debacle was resolved, the series debacle was resolved, Matthew's nonsense was resolved, um, the uh, Antoinette debacle, which Roma calls it prospecting. It's like okay, the little girls growing up to be bonuses. Yeah, but it all depends on their lifestyle and what happens in their life. So you can't always just assume that they're gonna be a bonus when they're young going up and turn into bonus. Antoinette failed and there was a few others that were there that the first night on Friday night when we were having the barbecue I actually got everybody into playing beer pong and uh, cocaine, you know, the game went straight on the four and you shoot, two teams are on opposite sides um, yeah yeah uh, it was actually Actual's idea it was oh let's play some beer pong I'm like dude you really I mean I haven't played in a while but you really want to lose and literally Chance uh, I could hear I could just picture in my head if we were in a giant arena Chance of you still got it erupting as once again Clutch came out the drunker I get the better I am and I didn't lose a game 4-0 two games of beer pong with Benny and then we had one of the cousins there which Drunk Benny was telling me he was over 18. I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then when he was sober, he's like, yeah, no, they're not over 18. I'm like, yeah, uh, no. We kept calling her a candy cane because I can't remember her real name and I still can't uh, because, you know, we were giving ourselves code names and she goes, oh, that's a that's a porn star's name. I'm like, you watch porn? 
Okay. All right. Well, whatever. We're, we're trying to be PG here. Um, and even so, and then for some reason, the other team was like growing by, by the shot. So it was like three of us that rotate, rotating versus like 10 people. The mayor of Montrezal took a shot from afar and this opening shot he made it. Lucky him. Beginner's luck. That's the only shot he made in two games of beer pong. Um, but yeah, just line him up in the straight line of four. Clutch, clutch never misses. It's funny because, and that's like, I guess that's why I love Steph Curry because I'm the Steph Curry of beer pong. Like, I could go 0 for 20 all night if, as long as I, have, as I have a straight line of four. It always ends the same way. I always hit the third cup. Then the, then the second to leave, the one in the back and the one in the front, and then hit the front and the back cup. Always in that order. I don't know why. So we won, and played cocaine, won that. I played with uh, one of the cousins against Benoit and someone else, and we uh, we won that. Um, yeah. Didn't know they were now over 18. Techn- well, I mean, I was drunk, but hey. What happens in Montrezal stays in Montrezal. And that's the thing about French women. Like, they look older than they are yeah and, and and back to the whole you know things we take for granted i actually calculated the gas prices because bernard was driving and we had to put gas in the car his car takes about 12 liters and it was a little under two euros a liter and then i forget what it was but basically um Maybe a little over two two euros a liter. Whatever. Basically, he ended up putting about 58 euros into his car. And I'm like, okay, let me do the math. 58 euros, that's clearly more than 70 bucks. Gotta be. And then I'm like, okay, well, cars are bigger in your, in, in the U.S. Uh, they're in gallons. And we put about 260 in Alaska is what it was. So that the highest 260 a gallon. And my car fits like 10 gallons. Yeah, no. I clearly can fit more gas in my car and it's cheaper. So we take that for granted. We take, you know, free rest, uh, free restrooms, free Wi-Fi, uh, good cell service, AC, food, just the food. I mean, you don't get free refills. You don't get free water. You don't get like the portions are smaller. Yeah. Like all of that does not happen. Like, we are, we are lucky, okay? And customer service is better. So even if people complain about America, it, I mean, we still have a lot of good things that other countries don't. So, needless to say, you know, the wedding, you know, I was drunk. Don't remember much. Thank God for pictures. Uh, the pictures did not reveal any big incidents from drunk Mex, thank God. I did at one point, I remember finding a bottle of Johnny Walker in all the alcohol, all the vodka they had and basically hit it to the point where I basically killed a bottle of Johnny Walker. And I danced, I'm pretty sure I danced with every Unruh. The mother, the sisters, the cousins, I, yeah, I. The dancer came out, again, pretty sure I danced with Anna and Stephanie. Another... Uh, they're a good night of uh, drunk Mike's dancing, Montrezel style. That's why I learned you learn for the best. Uh, Atu and Englantine had their their um, first dance. Atu same moves as always. 
Um, when they were cutting, cutting the cake, uh, Akcho was so hammered to the point where I had to step in and, and take over cutting the, the slices of the cake because he was messing it up. And uh, his mother comes over and was like, who messed up the cake? I'm like, hey, Akcho was cutting the cake and he's, and he's gone. And she's like, yeah, he's so drunk. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to, as you can see, I'm trying to salvage the situation here and the slices are better now. Thank you. Um, again, nobody had Don't Stop Believing by Journey. I don't know what the what the situation is here, people. Um, and, um, yeah. The Macarena was played, of course. Um, Anna and Chris had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, Matthew tried to, uh, re, you know, bring back the edge and played some, uh, some uh, drums. Like, mm. Not as good as he used to be. Not as good as I remember him, the poor guy. Um, it's, it's sad because I, I compare it to my little brother, and I'm like, yeah, my little brother plays better than that, and he's in the band. Uh, yeah. And Matthew wants to do something with music, and I'm like, uh, dude, anybody can teach music. At this point, you can YouTube and Google how to learn how to play music now nowadays. There's no room for music teachers. Anyways, um, yeah. So now, looking forward to DX winning three. Uh, using baseball analogy, I believe Adrian's at bat again because you know he's been dating Stephanie for two years. I gave her the talk. It was the same talk I gave you know Kasha when she was gonna marry Afchil the first time, um, and I also gave Anna. Uh, I felt good about their talk. Stephanie's talk was kind of eh. I don't know what to think. Like it kind of like they live together, but they don't. Uh, they live 40 minutes apart in Paris And some nights they spend at Adrian's place Some nights at her place I mean they've been dating for two years So he's clearly at the plate At bat um, But I don't know if it's going to be with her I'm, I'm not sure Like I don't know I don't know uh, Aside from that uh, You know on deck I guess It's either Me or the Great Rum, which is probably me, but I'm not even in a committed relationship at this point, and also, uh, Rom's too busy sleeping around with models, which he showed us more pictures of, um, the student has surpassed the master, I have to live vicariously through him, I swear, uh, so unless he gets somebody pregnant and he has to get married, um, no, he did tell me that his dad, Jilu, always asked about Mr. Mohal as my dad, and I just flat out told him, like, hey, tell him his days and numbers because he doesn't take care of his diabetes, basically. Um, but yeah, so my, clearly not Matthew Benny or anywhere close to DX183. So it's kind of between Adrian, me, and Oma, and I'm going to say Adrian, just if I had to put money on it. Um, Yeah, uh, Roman and I made a nice little bet on how long after it would last. I give it six months. He said a little bit more. I don't know. I think it's gonna be the first to be divorced. I'm not, I'm not even sure. I, it's just I don't see it. Like I don't see it. I'm sorry, but I don't. I don't get it. Like I barely talked to her while I was there. Like talk about complete different uh, person than Kasha, who had no problem interacting with me and talking to me multiple times they're apparently going to wait for the bachelor for I mean the bachelor right the honeymoon until uh next May 
where they're going to go to New York and Mo- Montreal because they want to watch a band that Eglantine really likes in Montreal. And also they're going to be there with Kao, who lives in New York. Like, wow, that's your honeymoon plans. Great. All right. But hey, everybody's entitled to their choice. So congratulations to them. It was a good time. Um, and uh, Juan actually looks pretty decent uh, weight-wise. He actually got me and Benny to start trying his new diet, aka the rum lifestyle. We're not going to call it a diet because then, you know, it's going to seem forced. So basically for the next three months, I'll be, you know, eating no carbs, no sugars, no alcohol, no grains, no fruits except apples and, and berries. Uh, only green and red vegetables, no potatoes, no corn, uh, chicken, turkey only as long as it's not corn fed, uh, mainly fish as your protein, um, everything in moderation, no soda. Um, yeah, it, when I got back to New York, uh, well actually, you know, leaving, you know, like, like I said, I didn't say bye. And then, uh, Benny had to take me to the Losh gas, uh, uh, Losh, uh, uh, train station at 6 a.m. to take the first train, the tool, then tool Saint-Pierre de Col, then the direct Saint-Pierre de Col train to uh, Paris Airport, Charles de Gaulle. I got there, and it turns out my DC flight was delayed for four hours. I'm like, okay, well, I was going to have a four-hour layover in, uh, in uh, Washington anyway. And I was contemplating booking a rental and just driving so I can get there Monday night. And uh, skipping the trip uh, to New York and then the bus back, saving myself the hassle. But it would have cost me 130 bucks. But because the flight was delayed four hours, United, without telling me, automatically booked me on a direct flight to uh, Newark. So it was direct, and I had to cancel the rental. Uh, they also gave me 15 euros to spend on food because I was going to be a little bit longer at the airport. Which was nice. You know, people give shit to United, but, you know, just to make sure that I wasn't going to miss my flight, they automatically switched it. So then I kind of forced my hand. I had to take the China bus. Uh, so got to New York. Oh, and Queenie, you know, in her mugs. I got her, like, seven new mugs. Uh, she was very happy about that um, when I got back. One, Even one from Paris. And then uh, spend about three, four hours in New York. I went to, I forgot my uh, charger, my laptop charger, so uh, Benny or Rom are going to mail it to me, but so I had to go to Apple Store to get a new one, it cost me about 80 bucks, fuck, Uh, but then I also asked them about my phone issues and why the new software wasn't updating, Um, and I like how they treat you like idiots when they, you know, they tell you, oh, it's, you know, it's a Wi-Fi thing or it's a storage thing, I'm like, I know that and I tried and it's not. So then they had me try doing it with through iTunes, and it finally worked. But then something was wrong with my software, with the upgrade, because it was telling me my storage was off. So I basically had to, um, basically had uh, had to fix it eventually in Columbus, make an appointment with the Genius Bar. But all I, all they did was basically download the software finally, and uh, I was charging my both my my phone and my laptop ended up watching the game of thrones season finale while i was there in new york not impressed it was all right it was good but now i have to wait until 2019 for season eight oh fuck anyways got back on the china bus slept on the bus i was able to sleep on the flight back to newark 
So I woke up Tuesday morning and straight back to work, you know, did my submissions, hit goal, bam, the problem solved. It was a good time. But now we're back to, you know, normal. Every time I come back, I'm grateful that I came back. I had a fun time. And we'll see how things go forward. Maybe we could do a yearly DX trip. Who knows? But if my wedding is DX3, DX wedding 3, I expect everybody to be there. And the bachelor party is going to be clearly in Vegas. And we're going to set shit up the right way. Show you how it's done. And then there we go. So now I'm trying to run lifestyle. And trust me, Times Square, New York City, you know, on Fifth Avenue, it's very hard to eat what I'm supposed to eat and not eat. So I had to spend $15 and eat about $2 worth of food and pick out what I'm not supposed to eat. And it, it was just hard. It was just hard. But we'll see if I can last. You no, know, bet's a bet. We'll see how this goes. Um, but yeah. That's the story, the tale of DX Wedding 3. And once again, congratulations to the, the newlyweds. Um, it was good to see everybody. And uh, hey, we'll see everybody soon, hopefully. Um, as always, that's it for the episode. Take, uh, you know, check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, send us your comments, messages on Facebook. Uh, Alex AK the Mexican uh, at Super Mex on Twitter. Snapchat, Supermax, uh, check us out on YouTube as well, Supermax is the channel, Mexi Mind Matters, episode 107, you know, look it up, go back and see all the other episodes, August was a good month, uh, we already have a lot of uh, new new people viewing, especially through iTunes, I was able to figure out how it shows you the top 10 most liked episodes, so I finally figured that out, uh, so yeah, Check us out next time. We may have uh, more episodes coming our ways with upcoming marathon trips. You know, every weekend I have either a race or a game from now to the end of October. So it's going to be jam-packed. It's a lot of episodes coming up that, you know, are going to be about personal stuff. As always, you know, it's a means to an end. And, you know, DX Winning 2 was great. But we're back to back to reality, you know, and as always, glad for you guys to listen and enjoy the podcast. As long as I can entertain at least 10 of you, my job is done. So, you know, the DX has given me some pointers on on what they like, they did not like about the the podcast. I'm like, look, guys, hey, the main time, the main thing is if I could make this big enough to get my own studio and record in the studio twice a week, I could. Okay, and I would. I would and I could, but I ain't got time right now with the stuff going on in my life. Eventually, you know, trying to become the first Mexican to do all 50 states, trying to go to law school. The best time for me to record is on the on the go. So I apologize for the background noises sometimes. And hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. Just saying. But hey, as always, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hope you enjoyed the, the podcast.